We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam. This is a droid joined by Chris Owen. Let's talk game week 25 in the Premier League. We got eight bets coming for everyone. Chris, you're fresh off a three in one week, and we finally got back on the team parlay. We hit our team parlay last week. Uh, so congrats to you. Congrats to me. Congrats to your three and one record. You you got your Chelsea money line. They came back in the second half and looked like a real team. So congrats to that. And it doesn't look like Roy Hodgson is uh, keeping his job. So, unfortunately, is he, out? is he officially out? Uh, he had a press conference set for this morning, and Crystal Palace tweeted out like an hour ago uh, Roy Hodgson has come down with an illness and he won't be able to make his press conference. So, it doesn't seem like Hodgson's going to be making Monday's game. Huh. Well, unfortunate for Roy. It was always kind of going to be the thing. He's been under the hot seat for feels like what's been like three to four weeks, maybe even longer. Also, it, it hasn't been helped by injuries whatsoever. He's missing his two top playmakers in Eze and um, Elise. And, yeah. you know, one, one of those may be like a bit of a question mark on why did he come into the game um, and, and that being Elise. So uh, too bad for Roy. Obviously, you know, well-respected all around the game. But yeah, coming off back to back, might I add three in one weeks? Uh, so I'm I'm fired up to get back to it. We got like four games, and uh, I mean we had a little Champions League during the during the week. It sounds like maybe you had a little success on the on a couple corners bets. That's right, that's right. Champions League corner bets. That's what we're all about. And uh, my Champions League corner bet actually. So I took race to five corners with Real Sociedad at PSG. Um, that ended up hitting. It was plus 360, and that inspired a bunch of my bets for this week. So uh, let's see if we can uh, keep the race to five corners bets going. Uh, They're always uh, some some of the dif- more difficult ones, but, of course, when it's plus 360. So that one, uh, Real Sociedad got the fifth corner, and then I think PSG got, like, the next five, and then I think it finished, like, 9-6 on corners for PSG. So uh, maybe – I don't want to say lucky, but fortunate is what I'll say with that one. But we got three games that we're talking about here. Rotowire.com, you slash soccer. You can go to the betting pages. And we have odds to compare at four different sites. And we're going to be going into all these games, checking out line movement. The first game we got, we got Fulham are at home against Aston Villa. 
bit of a weird one just in terms of maybe not weird but just in terms of form in terms of injuries uh oddly the odds haven't really changed uh we got fulham sitting at what do we got plus 200 to win aston villa are plus 130 to win the draw is plus 275 you can get over two and a half goals is minus 170 under two and a half goals is plus 135 so Aston Villa picked up another season-ending injury last week. Uh, their main defensive midfielder, Bubakar Kamara, is out for the season. So that adds to the list of Ezri Kanza, adds to Tyrone Mings, adds to Buendia. Uh, this week, Diego Carlos, another center back, picked up a hamstring issue in training. So they got a bunch of issues. And in addition to them not really playing at their highest level over the past couple of weeks, now they go to Fulham. Fulham have are going to get Alex Awobi back from AFCON. So he was starting pretty much every every match before he went went away for a mo- about a month uh, for the African Cup of Nations. So they're getting him back. Uh, a bit of a boost, but Fulham are coming off a, a nice win themselves. So how much are you putting into Aston Villa injuries? Because I'm kind of surprised the line movement just really hasn't changed in terms of Aston Villa's odds, despite you know another center back going down, despite their you know their their engine in the midfield is kind of going down as well. So uh, what do you make of the odds here and in, in Aston Villa in this situation? Yeah, definitely concerning. I mean, Kamara's played, he's played 20 matches. He started 20 matches. He's been a consistent player for them there. I, this one, you said it was odd at first. Uh, we haven't seen any line movement. We have not seen, uh, it's not like Aston Villa have, haven't been terribly inconsistent away from home, but at home, I think they've dropped three straight in the league. Uh, looking at their their recent away form, they've been okay. They, they lost a recent Premier League game to Man United, but other than that, they, they tied Bournemouth away. They uh, beat Brentford. They tied Everton, and they, you know, just beat the doors off Sheffield United away. So they're, they've been okay, but, like, there's some concern, very concerning form you know, in the, in the greater, grander picture, at least at home. So, and then you look at Fulham and, and Fulham is an, an interesting team here. They've actually been quite good at home recently in the league. Uh, beat Bournemouth, draw, drew Everton, uh, beat Arsenal at, at home. That was back. I mean, that was back in December. So take that for what it is. And uh, going back, they, they also lost to Burnley and, and beat West Ham. So I'm <laughs> looking at all those recent results. It's, it was tough for me to kind of like narrow down. All right. Do I like one team? Or another, there's been a lot of goals. There's been a draw, uh, scoreless draws. It's no sort of consistency on the results. Uh, I there was some interesting um, lines where you, you could see a little bit of value. I mean, we have Aston Villa as a money line bet away from home. That one, you know, first popped out to me, but it, they're plus one thirty five. I think Fulham's a good enough team where they can get points at home, so I kind of avoided that. You, you think maybe, you know, both teams are, are able to score. You can get a note, both teams to score, no draw. That's plus 120. Um, and then, you know, if you're going along those lines, you have, you, you just kind of, I kind of typically look at uh, the over one and a half because we're expect, expecting goals and somebody's got to win that. Um, so you're Aston Villa over one and a half is minus 110 and Fulham over one and a half is plus 120. But I really saw a ton of value, and I, I want the corners route here. I, th- I think I had a corners. I've been a little about 50-50 on the corners here the la- last couple of weeks, but I think the corners bet last week hit, um, if I recall. And then, um, so anyways, you look at the handy-dandy Rotowire cheat sheet. We've got can, – you can hoggle off so, all sorts of things here, too, where you can do go um, overall how many 
how many corners are they averaging? Um, one per match. You can go to conceded per match. You can go home away, and just you know, kind of looking at all of them across the board, I found that uh, I I like the corners under ten and a half. It's minus one twenty five, so you're getting a little bit of value, but not a ton. Um, I feel like this is one of the my the safest bet I could find. Uh, I just couldn't I couldn't get quite a feel for whether I would you know lean towards either team. Villa, of course, lacking the form. Fulham being you know Fulham. And so I, I just trended towards the corners bet, and you know I don't know, I don't know if I had it, if I stole a bet here from you, but uh, I definitely I had I didn't have enough gumption or enough uh, willpower to to take any sort of team in this bet, so I'm on the corners bet. Yeah, as Chris said, we basically matched. So I did my bets yesterday. Chris did his late at night. I got them in the morning, and we matched two of our four bets, which. Again, we always say, you know, group think here. Uh, our, our minds are starting to, to melt together as the season goes along on what we think about these teams. We talk every week about them. So I actually had, I did have something opposite in this one. So this morning, yesterday, I put, I had over five and a half corners in the second half. And then I was inspired by race to five corners. Uh, I was inspired by, maybe inspired is not the wrong word. Inspired, but I love it. Bubakar Kamara being now, I looked into that one a little more. And if you just look at some of Aston Villa's results without Bubakar Kamara, they, they just don't have a replacement for Kamara in their midfield, which is pretty sizable. Like they're going to move, they're going to move John McGinn to a more central role to play next to Douglas Luiz kind of thing. And McGinn hasn't really been playing there this season. So if you look at some of the results without Kamara, 2-2 at Bournemouth, 1-1 home against Sheffield United, uh, the Bournemouth game, these were all in December. 1-1 home against Sheffield United. This was, they needed a late equalizer to get one point off of Sheffield United at home. Uh, the 3-2 loss at Manchester United, which they allowed three goals in the second half. 3-2 home game against Burnley. Another game in which they needed, I believe it was in stoppage time, they needed another goal. Home against Burnley. So, just not a lot of positive results. I I mean, we, we see the over two and a half is like minus 170. I may look at something like Fulham over one and a half goals um, based off of, you know, Rodrigo Muniz got a brace last week, I believe, looking looking, I mean, as good. You can say as good as Raul Jimenez because Raul Jimenez hasn't, hadn't been that good this season, because, but he's out with an injury. But I'm going with this race to five corners bet. So Fulham are a team that can get corners. Um, and Aston Villa without Kamara, I think there's going to be there's going to be issues there trying to trying to win the ball, trying to hold the ball. And that's going to lead to foam corners that are also, this is also at Craven cottage. So that's another boost and we're getting plus odds on it. So Fulham race to five corners plus plus one twenty five. Chris is under 10 and a half corners at minus minus one twenty five. So we're basically looking like uh, what Fulham finish Fulham five with corners, Aston Villa too. Yeah. Okay. Something exactly five corners. We'll say exactly full of five corners. That would mess up my, could yeah. Mess with my yeah, and then there'd be no sweat for Chris. I guess that's what uh, that's what he's hoping for. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want Aston Villa to someone to get like a corner in the final in the 99th minute, something like that. I messaged this to Adam last weekend, but there's no sweat like a corner sweat. There's not. There's not. I mean, I was talking about that. Ralph so he had PSG one. <laughs> And uh, I think PSG you're, you're went up with corner, and you're like, ah. <laughs> PSG went up three two, and then Sociedad got like three in a row, and it was like, there we go. Don't gotta worry about anything else. Don't worry, get worry about Mbappe 
putting in a goal or PSG yeah. scoring. Those those don't matter. I don't care if PSG score a couple goals here. Uh, I already won my corner bet. We're good. We're good to go. You, you also love to see the corner that's headed out for another corner. You know. Like, yeah, that, that definitely happened. Yeah. That that's like the that's like the biggest boost to these race to race to five corner race to three corners bets because you know you can get two three in a row and that just uh, makes your life a little bit easier. Uh, that did happen. That did happen uh, once for me yesterday. So maybe we can get that happen again. Maybe you know Emiliano Martinez will knock a couple out uh, from a corner just to be safe. Just to be safe. Uh, the goalkeeper of the year. Yeah. Good for him. Next. The next game we got is the, uh, the the title of the show. Uh, we are we're moving on to this Chelsea Manchester City match. Uh, we are talking about one Sunday game, uh, Sheffield Brighton, but we got Manchester City home against Chelsea. Manchester City were in Copenhagen on Tuesday. Got to win there. Chelsea somewhat form, uh, somewhat form two matches if we can consider that good form. Manchester City are minus two ninety to win. Chelsea are plus. 700 the draw is plus 475 and then we're looking at over three and a half goals is plus 120 under three and a half is minus 145 if everyone remembers uh last time these teams played a little more than a month ago is 4-4 crazy game back and forth goals 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 and i think that kind of led to this is one of the bets where me and chris had the same had the same exact single game parlay actually uh, so, uh, Chris has taken that one, but injury wise, we don't really have too much. We might, uh, Tio Silva went down in Chelsea's last game. Bernardo Silva went down midweek. Vardy all is out for a little bit. I guess Graylish also went yeah. out, but he wasn't expected to start anyway. So, I mean, Manche- Manchester City's lineup is Manchester City's lineup. Uh, you know, I don't have De Bruyne projected to start here, but he could start or he could go on at halftime for 45 minutes. I'm not sure how much that that matters. We'll see. Uh, Manchester City, Manchester City do have a double game week. So they're, they're again, uh, the, they got the Saturday, Tuesday turnaround. So, uh, we'll see if De Bruyne is ready to start, you know, three games in the matter of eight days. I think that's, that's one of the questions for City entering a double game week. Now with Champions League going on as well, but Manchester City are at home. And, you know, since the return of Holland, since the return of De Bruyne, it's looked like they're, they're a little, they're back to, Back to usual, I guess I'll say. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to address a quick comment from Stephen Parada here. He's a friend of the show. He said it's Bob season. Are we going to get a look at Oscar Bob in the starting lineup at all? I mean, they, a couple we of might. There, there's a little, they have a double game week. They've got, what is it? Uh, Chelsea and then Brentford, I want to say, or Bre- Luton, one of the two. It's Brentford. Luton. Liverpool have Luton. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, we might get a look at Oscar Bob, who I also did not know was Norwegian, um, but he had that massive goal against Newcastle um, recently. I mean, I guess recently, maybe like a month ago, where, you know, maybe two weeks, everything blends together this time of the year. But um, we might see a little rotation after a pretty, they kind of cruised to a 3 1 win over Copenhagen on Tuesday. Uh, but yeah, you mentioned that we had the exact same bet on um, that I sent to you last night. And Honestly, when I when I, I put it together, I was looking at all the numbers, obviously trying to find a way that I could take Manchester City money line and something else. Uh, I was like, all right, there's this this is a pretty good bet here. So I don't think, you know, not that you wouldn't take it, but I didn't think that you would have it. Um, and that was, you know, you, you look at you look at a, a couple things here. I was like, Manchester 
City money line and over two and a half is minus one thirty. I was like, oh, that's probably the, that's that's easy. That's a safe play. But well, then I looked at Manchester City money line and over three and a half. That's plus one thirty five. We got to do that. I think there's going to be four goals here. You mentioned last last time out that it was four four. I couldn't avoid that. And also, um, I looked at both teams to score. Yes, and that was minus one thirty two. So I was like, well, we got to just. I don't see a, a way that that Chelsea wins this. Frankly. Um, I think they've won, what is it, like nine straight, ten straight? This is It's the time of the year where they just go on their like death march and, and kind of just win everything in, in in front of them. So I wouldn't be surprised to see, uh, see City, you know, again, take this. Chelsea, you know, we haven't seen any semblance, uh, resemblance of um, consistency from this them this year. Yes, they've won two in a row. Yes, you know, a couple of decent wins. 3-1 away to Aston Villa, 3-1 uh, over Crystal Palace on a Monday. Um, come from behind too, but it's not like we've seen them like go blow, go, go and blow teams away. So I'm on city money line over three and a half. I think we see, you know, it's probably like three, one or, or even four. <laughs> like I could see this getting away from Chelsea pretty quick here. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at on this one. I was just going to say, you did, we haven't seen Chelsea blow anyone away. They kind of blew Aston Villa away in the FA cup game. It was, it was kind of surprising. They got some early goals. They went up three nil. Uh, that game was was a bit surprising there, but as you mentioned, consistency. Like we, you mentioned the three one wins, three one wins at Crystal Palace at Aston Villa. Before that, they lost four two at home against Wolverhampton. Uh, so, are do we believe in this team just yet? Uh, we talked about them last week. Again, we talked about that Crystal Palace Chelsea game, and I, I kind of had the same same thought. It's like, do we should we believe in Chelsea just yet? I, and I'm still kind of there. Okay, beating on Crystal Palace, who who, you know, aren't, don't have some of their top guys don't, don't, didn't have gay heat either. Their top center back. So you're going with uh, man city money line over three and a half that, that has moved around a little bit. That was plus plus one sixty yesterday. It's plus plus one fifty now. And I'm again, we're, I'm kind of on the same thought process here. So I got Manchester city minus one and a half at minus minus one ten. I just think, I just think they're, this is it. This is the Manchester City time. As you said, this is the death march of Manchester City. And I'm not going to trust Chelsea to keep Manchester City, Erling Haaland out of the back of the net. And I mean, you could argue that, OK, Tiago Silva is is 39 years old. He's old, but he's you know, he's probably their vocal leader on the back line, you could argue. So, you know, they're going to be looking at is Levi Colwell going to start back there? Uh, well, I guess probably because I believe Badia Shili uh, is also injured. So it's probably going to be Colwell, depending on the status of Tiago Silva, it's probably going to be Colwell and Asasi. So you remove Tiago Silva, who has basically been, you know, the guy in their back line for the past couple of years, no matter the manager, no matter his age kind of a thing. So you remove him. Now you're going against this city team that's that's kind of firing maybe outside of Holland who didn't score midweek, but maybe, maybe gets a hat trick today or in this game. So I think this is going to be, we're going to get at least three goals from Manchester city. So maybe you want to bet over two and a half for Manchester city, something like that. Uh, I, I just prefer taking man city minus one and a half. We'll get a three, one win four one win or four, two, something like that. Uh, and then both our bets. it. That would, that would make sense here. I mean, yeah, three, one, and we ride off into the sunset. Just not not the sunset just yet. We have another game we're talking about that we have to worry about. Uh, so this is a Sunday game. We have Sheffield United are home against Brighton. And Sheffield United are 
plus four, uh, plus 390. Looks like the best odds at home to win. Brighton are minus 160. The draw is plus 330. Over two and a half goals is minus 170. Under two and a half goals is plus 140. These teams just played two, three weeks ago in the FA Cup. I want to say it was 5-2. Brighton absolutely smashed them. Sheffield United are coming off a surprising. We talked about that game last week, Luton Town, Sheffield United. Sheffield United somehow get the win, get the win at Luton Town. No thanks to, uh, no, I guess your bet hit. You had the over in that one. My bet did not hit because it involved Luton Town money line. But injury-wise, Jaw Pedro's out for Brighton. Hinshelwood, who has been starting a bunch, he's also out. Uh, I think that that's the main things there, new ones. I guess they could actually get a dinger back. Uh, he hasn't been available for a while. He had an injury, went to AFCON, returned during AFCON. Uh, so he, right? Yeah, one AFCON. Uh, yeah, for Ivory Coast. Yeah, yeah he, had, he had two assists, I believe, yeah, in the in final. The final. Yeah, yeah. so they get a dinger back, uh, which is a nice little boost for him. Just another attacking piece, which they've, they've kind of missed a bunch. Um, Sheffield United are Sheffield United. I, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> what what they're say here, but they're they're wow. coming off a win, so fired. Uh, they're coming off a win, and now they're home. Can they prevent Brighton from scoring five goals again? I guess that's the question. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. I mentioned this like two two shows ago, but uh, this is the kind of I've never seen a club eviscerated like I saw Robbie Earl. I think eviscerate Sheffield United when they got smoked by, I think it was. Uh, Aston Villa two weeks ago, and he said, "There's 19, there's 20 teams in this league, and 19 are competitive." I was like, "Wow, how did you didn't have to go that hard?" And, and then they won at, yeah, the and then time. they won the next week. I was like, "I mean, yeah, it doesn't maybe it didn't hold up, but maybe they heard him. I don't know." They, but, they probably, I mean, that quote was probably up in the locker room as well. We'll yeah, say. I mean that that was after you know giving up two goals to West Ham, five goals to Brighton in the FA Cup, uh, three goals to Crystal Palace, five, and giving up five to Aston Villa. They did beat Luton Town. I was a little bit surprised by that one. <clears throat> but overall, they, they've given up 31 goals at home. 31 goals. They've only scored 12. 31 goals at home is probably more than, I think, you know, the top top four have given up total. Um, I'd have to d- double-check that. But, like, yeah, Arsenal's given up 22 goals overall, 23 for Liverpool, 25 for Man City. And here we have Sheffield United giving up 31 goals at home. Um, on the other side of that, you look at Brighton, you know, they've been a little bit – they've also uh, – away from home, they've not been that great. They have a total of 12 points in 12 matches. Uh, they've they've given up 25 goals. Uh, that all leads me to believe that there might be a couple goals. And you even look at recent form here. There's There's been, you know, five goals against Palace, uh, four total goals against Ludentown, which they lost, which is a bad bet. I mean, that's a bet. not a great look for Brighton. Uh, seven goals in a, in a win over Sheffield United in the FA Cup. Uh, so there's been quite a bit of quite a few goals in both in all their matchups. Um, leads me to believe, and I and I love I kind of like this bet a, quite a bit. But I went over three and a half plus one forty. You're getting great odds. Um, and as I mentioned, the last one last time out they they played five two. I will say caveat that with uh, they played back in November and that was at Brighton. Um, that game ended one one, so not quite as many goals. But I, I just don't see where where we get that a similar result. So. Um, I like like a you know three one Brighton here uh, for a uh, for a plus one forty. You're not a bladesman then. <laughs> Notably, no. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, they they took off. They took out uh, Chris Wilder. Took off uh, Austin Trusty from the starting eleven, and it turned into a win, a win for him. So uh, shouts to the Americans uh, and and uh, making the difference there and and moving out of the Sheffield United lineup. Um, not, not yeah, sure I mean, rocks rock hard center backs out of the USA. So probably <laughs> the right move. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to you know disagree with what you're saying with Brighton with the over. Brighton seemed to allow a ton of goals, although they've been they've been a little better, just playing a little more defensive in some of these games, though maybe not, um, not as recent. I guess you won your Tottenham money line bet uh, against Brighton last week. That was they got that uh, they got the stoppage time winner. Uh, against Brighton so they're gonna need to bounce back there so a pretty a pretty big spot here for Brighton just in terms of just getting points and staying at a relevant place in the table but uh, again I'm kind of feeling myself a little bit with this bet I made this bet minutes I wrote down this bet uh, minutes after I won my rail Sociedad race to five corners bet wow. so this is the same kind of thing here so Sheffield United race to five corners plus 310 and um, you know, this is a bet no one's going to take. Who wants to bet on Sheffield United corners? I think the assumption here, though, with Brighton is that, you know, last season, kind of like Newcastle, it's like, okay, Brighton, they're going to get 70% possession. They're going to rack up 10 corners every game as they try and just dominate the ball, try to rack up opportunities. But that really hasn't been happening uh, for the past couple months, past few months even, just because of these injuries kind of kind of hurting how they play a little bit. So I'm kind of looking at that. And then as you're talking, I had to pull up some numbers here and Brighton away from home are actually pretty mediocre at winning corners. Um, where is it? I just had this up. Brighton away from home averaged three corners per away match this season. Um, that number is kind of surprising, but that's what the numbers say here. Brighton three corners away from home. That is the second worst number in the league only above Sheffield United. So clearly the corners aren't happening for Brighton away from home for, for whatever reason. Maybe from what I said, it's not the same as last season. And let's take a plus 300, plus 310 bet on it. Let's see what happens here. Sheffield United, maybe some confidence, got that Luton Town win. Now they're back at home. Uh, all the Bladesmen faithful will be behind them. Um, and, uh, you know, I think – I, I just like the odds here. Plus 310, Sheffield United race to five corners. Maybe Brighton doesn't get to five corners, but maybe Sheffield United does. So uh, you're, an, you're an absolute madman for this bet. I love it. Well, the plus 310, that'll get you – we'll get right back to even, I think, if this one hits. Yeah, as you as you noticed with our uh, – if you're looking at our records here, we're both down. I'm actually – I'm only one – pick better than you but i'm you know i'm up about 600 more bucks so that's because i that's because i got these plus 300s in here okay he's a little bit more gumption over there on the <laughs> screen uh, a little little bolder here with, yeah. my, with my bets here but yep. yeah well i'll take the over three and a half goals plus 140 that's your bet and then let's just get a back and forth game but Sheffield united get a little more a few more corners uh maybe we'll get uh i don't know james sure. mcatee and gustavo hammer just just racking up set pieces kind of thing. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll get, uh, maybe we'll get Evo Gerbich back in, back in that uh, goalkeeper for West Fodderingham following his concussion, something like that. Uh, Sheffield United, you know, could they get back to back wins? Maybe, maybe. Let's just say we'll be locked in on the corners on uh, Sunday morning. 
we'll be double checking the corners to see what's what's how that's uh, transpiring. We will be. Will there be a sweat? Maybe it could be bright in five five zero corners in the first thirty minutes. Maybe there will be no sweat. We'll see. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, we got our we got our team parlay here, and again, this is another one where we actually both had the same bet. Um, but you change yours up. I change the other one up. You change your bet up. So you're looking at the Arsenal are at Burnley on Saturday, I believe. Yes. There the, you go. The fun, the fun part about putting together the parlay bet, and you know, we did hit it last week. So you know, credit to us here. Uh, first time in a while. Um, but the first, the best part about it is that you get to select from any of the games. You know, you're not kind of, you're not picking from, you know, one of three games here. You can go and look at the other seven and, and do a bit of work. I think I originally had one that you, that you went with. And then I was like, okay, let, let's look at some favorites. Uh, we've got Liverpool, decent favorites at Brentford on Saturday. I had one for that and then quickly switched off of it because I didn't like it as much. Uh, but I think we've got, uh, Arsenal traveling to Burnley. Burnley, you know, coming off a loss, I believe, last weekend. Yeah, to Liverpool. They've been, you know, pretty much oscillating between draws and losses. They they drew Fulham, you know, lost to Man City recently. So that's two 3-1 losses to, to, to the two top sides. Drew Town, and then um, I think they had another couple other results that were not great. But uh, I, I'm like, Arsenal, they're coming off 6-0, just smoked West Ham. That game was over within what felt like minutes, um, and so I'm I'm going on I'm going with Arsenal here. I like them big time. It's it's just like a three head headed race here uh, for the for the title. This is by the way, you know, just appreciation for this league here. This is the first time in probably like eight years that we've got like a three three team title race here. You know, all the way into the to mid February, and we'll we'll likely have it. You know, at least a couple more weeks unless if no one trips up here. Um, so, you know, it's been a really wonderful season with Arsenal, Liverpool and City, both competing at an incredibly high level. Um, but I like Arsenal here uh, against Burnley. I don't, yeah, Burnley just doesn't have the quality. They, they gave Liverpool a really tough time last week, uh, at least in the first half. Maybe a, a decision went against their, against them, I kind of thought, on one of the goals. But I like Arsenal. They just continue the goal scoring. Um, they're minus one and a half. Uh, it's minus 120. I'm going to bang that and hopefully we keep this parlay going. You aren't worried about Burnley at home. Didn't they look like a better team 
uh, at Liverpool last week for the first 10 minutes? Yeah, for, for for the first 45. I, I think, the, yeah. they, they are, And now you're betting against them. They look better than like Liverpool, it. the league leaders, and now you're betting against them? 90-minute match, my dude. It's, uh, you know, like... <laughs> You can they can look good for 45, but you gotta play 90. Yeah, I mean Burnley are uh, maybe a little better than they were earlier in the season, I, I guess is what I'll say. Um but I think just in a game against Arsenal, I, I think that like this is a fine bet Arsenal minus one and a half because just again just against a team like Arsenal, against a team like Manchester City, you're just not it's not the same as like, okay, Burnley are home against, you know, a team that just doesn't possess the ball as much because, you know, Arsenal, Manchester city, just teams that are going to 70% possession plus kind of thing. So it just limits your opportunities, limits what you do. Uh, so I think you kind of throw out against, against the arsenals, against the man cities, you kind of throw out the form of or yeah. the improvement. And I think it's just going to be, I'm kind of where you're at, where I think it's going to be three. It's like another three, one game, probably uh, maybe Burnley get one off the corner kind of thing. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe they show some life uh, at home. Maybe, maybe Vincent company is going to have his boys riled up for this one. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but there he is. Uh, first part of the parlay, Arsenal minus one and a half is minus one twenty, And the, the pick that Chris actually matched me on was Newcastle home against uh, Bournemouth. Minus 120, Newcastle money line there. So these are both minus 120 bets. The team parlay is plus 236. So Newcastle at home, you know, one of the things we talked about all season, Newcastle at home, uh, you know, they, they've kind of fallen off a little bit uh, in the past month or so, uh, partly because of injuries. But for the most part, they're, you know, they have their guys that they've had. Callum Wilson, I assume he's going to be ready. I think he picked up like some abdomen issue. Uh, Anthony Gordon returned earlier than expected, but I think this bet is a little more based off of Bournemouth. Haven't really looked uh, as good as some of the, some of the numbers would suggest uh, in the past, in their past couple of games. I think it was in the first half against West Ham. They dominated West Ham. They're up one nil. And then they've, they've kind of fallen back. I'm not sure what exactly has happened since then, uh, but they've just kind of fallen back in their last couple matches since then. Uh, and they didn't look very good against, I think that was last week at Fulham. Yeah, 3-1 at Fulham. Before that, they had the 1-1 game against Nottingham Forest. So this bet is kind of built into, okay, Newcastle are at home, and then Bournemouth, not sure what's happening uh, with their drop in form here. But uh, Newcastle money line, minus 120. Arsenal, minus 1.5, minus 120. Again, that's plus 236 odds on our team parlay. And if you're looking, if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, we are below the uh, $1,000, down $1,000 mark. So we're, we're making our way along. I think, as we said last week, we're going we're gonna to ride the wave now. That's what we're going to do. We're going to ride the wave uh, to uh, to be up money on this. So I, I know you like the Newcastle uh, bet here, but yeah, is I, this post Saturday here? Are, we, uh, are they at uh, the same time? All right. So perfect. Yeah, we can do that together. I, I did it. I did send Adam. This minus one twenty money line bet for Newcastle, so we're we're pretty lockstep there. All right, you got any other thoughts here before we go on game week twenty five? We got the double game weeks. We got yeah. Liverpool with the double game week, Manchester City with the double game week, and Luton Town and Brett, Brentford. I guess you could say as well. But uh, what do you think here? Uh, what, what's the table going to look like at the end of game week twenty five? 
you think Liverpool are going to win both matches? Home, I guess home against Luton Town is next midweek, but they're mm-hmm. at Brentford this weekend. So are they going to be top of the table still at the end of this, at the end of game week 25? Uh, could be. I, I think Brentford's a bit of a trickier one. I think they drew them 3 3 there last year. Um, pretty I lucky. think they lost. Yeah. Um, I saw they, Har- they interviewed Harvey Elliott and he was talking about the last time they were at uh, was it G Tech? Last time they were at G Tech, it was a 3 1 loss, I believe. Okay, and then the home game must have been 3 3 or so. Uh, but Brentford gives them a tough time. I mean, I love watching Neil Mape against other teams. I loved him doing the James Madison celebration against Tottenham. Uh, it feels like he's – I wish I could get, like, an anytime Mape bat down, but um, it feels like anytime you, – you love to watch him, like, kind of just be a, a funny guy against other teams, but when he does it against your team, you're a little less inclined to love it. Um, so it feels like we might be primed for something like that. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little worried for sure, but a quick double game week here. I think they got three matches in, in uh, seven days. So it should be interesting. Um, but yeah, if you're playing FPL or fan tracks or whatever, you know, maybe take into consideration if you can get anyone in TAA is out. You can get a Connor bad Bradley on FPL for, I think 4.1, which is a pretty good play. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot, a lot of, we got a bunch of game matches this week. So um, get in there. Get all that good good content on rotowire.com. Yeah, Brentford won 3-1 last season. And then I think it was kind of like the the Brentford, the Thomas Frank were, were put onto the scene two years ago, that 3-3 game. Uh, okay. it was early, it was early in the season, two seasons ago, when it was like, oh, okay, Brentford, this is a this is a real team here. Uh, I think that was kind of what what put them on, at least on my radar, a little bit more. Um, so two-way matches, one point for Liverpool. So a pretty a pretty Pretty big spot. You can definitely see some fights going. You can definitely see Mape just, you know, trying to trying to get in Van Dyke's head kind of thing, or Kanate because we've seen Kanate pick Maybe up. Maybe it'd be cards. more likely to be Kanate. Van yeah, Dyke okay. yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that'll that'll be a fun one. What? Uh, okay, so it's it's seven thirty. Okay, you got to get up at four thirty to watch that one. So uh, on vacation. So good luck. Might be a, uh, might be a might be a catch up replay. <laughs> uh yeah that'll be a tough one uh, I, I gotta look at some bets for that one but uh chris thank you for the show you got a uh you got the week off coming up so we're, we're gonna get you from a, a remote location next week hopefully you know fingers crossed that you know we're on more than a 56k dial-up kind of a thing so we'll see what happens <laughs> we'll see what happens yeah, at the yeah, airbnb yeah. I'll be in an Airbnb. Demands were that they have Wi-Fi and a hot tub, and uh, those are my <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. So, and I mean, and you know, cable uh, or, or some kind of TV Peacock subscription or something like that. Yeah, so I guess that's standard protocol. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have uh, that. Yeah, you can find Chris at chro and eight on Twitter. I'm at Roto's Direct. Also follow Rotowire Soccer at Rotowire Soccer. This has been Game Week 25 in the Premier League. Thank you for listening. Again, we got we were talking before the show. We got another month until the the uh, international break here, so we're gonna be, we're gonna be back. We're gonna keep being back here every week with this show with our winning bets uh, for the ultimate goal of eight and zero. Uh, Chris was three and one last week, I believe. I was two and two. So we're gonna we're you know we're we're uh, we're fighting through towards the end of the season here. And I guess when I say end of the season, we got a few more le- months left. But thank you for watching. Good luck on your bets, Chris. Have fun on the slopes. We'll see everyone next week. Thanks, Adam.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.